The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. All right, yes, sir, yes, ma'am. This is your boy, Nebias Wilborn, here once again for Beer It Is, as that's the name of the marquee. And today, I'm at a new spot in ATL Public School 404 with my man, the legendary. And he's not just legendary on TV and on print and on the radio and all over these places. But he's also a legend in his own mind as well as around the city. My man, L Sharp. I guess we got to use the, 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 the oh, um, we gotta use the code name. We ain't going to use the actual street name, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because today we're here rocking beer, and typically I do the long introduction, but man, folks, y'all know who L Sharpton is. But just real quick, tell people a couple places you've been recently, and a couple things coming up. Then we're going to get into the real reason why uh, we're here. <laughs> that's what's up. First of all, that was a dope uh, introduction, and uh, congrats on everything you've been doing uh, lately. Thank man. you, brother. And you've been a prominent force in the beer industry, especially with the covering the Atlanta scene, so... And your sports knowledge is spectacular. Man, brother, I am a sports man. I appreciate that sincerely and humbly, man, for (laughs) real, man. And your check's in the mail, by the way. But that being said, man, um, (laughs) tell us two, three places you've been recently and some couple beers you've had. Oh, man, um, I've been... What's been crazy is uh, hopping around and traveling a lot. So, you know, I've been to... Um, a lot of different cities, but here, man, I wanted to discover this spot, uh, the public school 404, and I don't want to call it a chain, it's just uh, really a business venture that uh, really supports the beer industry, and has a cool concept using school books, and composition books, those black and white joints yeah. back in the day, and I got letter jackets on all oh, the letter man. jackets, it's really well, the industrial chic kind of decor, and uh, my girl... Uh, my home girl Brandy is the general manager. So anything she does, I support. So Big uh, thank you for meeting me here, and I uh, hope you dig it too. Nah, it's a um, it's a really pretty look, man. Tell people where it is. And- oh yeah, it's it's uh, right off of Howell Mill, where Optimus is, one of the best seafood restaurants in the country. Nice, so nice. it's a good spot there. But I, in terms of answering your question about where I've been, a lot of breweries, man, and a lot of dedications. Some people have passed. Uh, shout out to Dan Rose and. Uh, and that whole thing that's been going on yeah, with him. big ups, um, man. And then this weekend coming up is going to be really huge. So I'm trying to get all my assignments out the way. And uh, I've gotten some good news in terms of being named uh, one of the best beer Instagrammers in the country. Yesterday. Shout out to that. Congratulations. Yes. Well Thanks deserved. Thanks to Hop Culture. Well deserved. Um, so it's really, really means a lot, man. So with that being the case, brother, I've been hustling, man. Miguel Rivera was one of the people who ranked me, too. So shout out to him. Nice, well. nice. Been hustling, grinding. And by the way, man, tell me where they can find you on the gram, man. Oh, man. Instagram is my best one, at uh, Real Ale Sharpton, and uh, my website, alesharpton.com. You see what's popping, and then my Twitter's Ale Sharpton as well. Yeah, and that Real Ale Sharpton on the gram, I'm going to tell y'all, man, he, <laughs> he has pictures. This guy is all over. I mean, I get around, don't get me wrong, but this guy gets around. You hear me? He's all over the beer scene, man. I'm secretly cloned, bro. Right, right, you know what I'm saying? I mean, it, I, I'll look up. And I'll see this, brother, at, at like, a bit like we did um, at Three Taverns, which, by the way, will be up on the upcoming show where we went and we talked about Dan Rose and we talked to Wayne. 
from Cigar City. Yep. We talked to JR from Max Lager. Yep. We talked to Hamp from Missouri. And of course, we talked to the man over there, Eric, over there at Wild Heaven. Such beer pioneers. Bro. Yeah, and, and it, to have all four of those guys come together and put that beer together, yep. that was the last, last place I saw you. And from there, I look up the next day, you're <laughs> over here, you're over there, you're hipping and you're hopping, man. I see, mean, but you're missing something. In order for you to see me, you got to be there, too. Well, you know, <laughs> I, I, don't tell everybody, man, you know. The tax man is looking. But, no, but seriously, man, um, guys, th- this brother here really does a lot for beer, but also, too, especially for African Americans and just people in beer. I know it's for everybody. Yeah, no doubt. But it's just really good to see another brother in the struggle, you know, out here talking about this beer. Anywhere I can help, man. And uh, you know what I mean? Uh, beer is colors, unless you're talking about the actual beer. But uh, we need recognition from all races and creeds um, because it is uh, the best beverage in the world. Amen to that, man. It's social lubricant. And speaking of social lubricant and the best beverage in the world, you have a special event coming up, man. Yes, Tell sir. us all about it. I love beer dinners. I have a lineage of chefs in my family, so I had no choice but to know my food. Uh, to pair it with, again, the best beverage in the world, I host beer dinners. And hosting entails me picking out the beers, picking a brewery to to, to pair that beer uh, dishes with. And uh, I hosted that evening, and, and it's something different. You have to go there. I don't want to describe this to people who steal all my skills and, and steez, but it's just more of an overall experience of, and fun. Beer dinners is honestly one of the best things to do when you want to not only know about beer and the flavor profiles it can present, but also food and how well it pairs with it. It's mm. like a one and two punch. It's crazy. Nice, nice. And the, the breweries you have on this place, man, oh, yeah. are unique to the state of Georgia. Rep them real quick. Show oh, no them doubt. Love. I'm yeah. going to rep first where I'm doing it at, which is uh, Sweet Auburn Barbecue, which is on uh, North Highland. And it's a cool little district there, and they do great barbecue. Um, Big shout out to all yeah. of them. And I'm, the guy I'm working with directly, what's up, Howard? But I'm working directly with uh, Cam Floyd, who is a very talented chef, very down to earth, and loves beer as well. So it was a perfect pairing. And um, backed by Blue Hominy, who's doing the PR for it, it's been excellent. Now, they gave me the, and I always tried to take the liberty of picking out the brewery. So with this, I picked out uh, one of my favorites and one of the best in the world, honestly, is Creature Comforts. And then I kept it local um, by having three taverns who's also nuts and gets that whole Shout Belgian. out to Urine over there. Yeah, Shout yeah, out to that up, crew, man. And Brian Purcell. And Brian Purcell boy, with and his weird ass. Yeah. yeah. The whole team. And, and what it is is that I wanted a Belgian kind of feel and I wanted a down-home Athens-based feel where a lot of beer coverage is there. So with that, man, it's a one-two punch. It's one um, beer each course, but it's going to be three from each brewery to make it all even. And um, I got some serious stuff coming with that. Nice, like, nice. Yeah, like one of the courses, let's say we do um, the braised beef brisket, which is going to be grilled peaches, jalapeno, grastique, uh, uh, feta, and uh, Thai basil paired with Creature Comforts Reclaimed Rye Amber Ale aged on French oak. Oh, that Reclaimed Rye. Wait a minute. So it's Reclaimed Rye, yeah. but then it's... Asian, that's the way it's, it's prepared. So I just want to make people know how crazy that is. Yeah, people, and you know what? Everybody talks about trop and yeah. well, tropicalia. Excuse me. Let me let me put that present for people who don't know. Right, right. That's the IPA from there that everybody you know went crazy for about two years ago, and it's still one of the real popular beers 
but Reclaim Rye is a very underestimated beer. Walk, yeah, it's walk a sleeper. It's a sleeper, and that one though, it, it's a little more of a maltier uh, feel, but that also has rye, and rye goes so well with meat already. Mm-hmm. People get rye bread when they eat crazy ass like uh, sandwiches and dairy nice. pieces and all that, so it only makes sense. So that, and of course, Tropicai is going to be there. I can't leave people hanging. You got to put that in there. You got to have a trap, man. And then Three Taverns is going to be there, and um, this one I'm really showing people. That not every beer dinner needs to end with a very strong, malty, dark beer as a dessert beer. I'm taking the bourbon butter cake with dark chocolate, raspberry mousse, almond, um, and some, and also there's going to be some raspberry in there that's really, that raspberry mousse is going to be nice. So why not say, hey, let me get that Three Taverns uh, Rapturous in there. Oh, the Rapturous, uh, yes. It. So it is a sour, but okay. sour and sweet. Come on now. A nice little mix, right? Yeah, yeah. it's going to be crazy. And by the way, you can get a nice mix each and every week. Here on Beard is, shout out to Classic and Melanie for allowing me to do this show each and every week. Shout out to the CSPN Network. And if you want to keep this show free, go support our fine sponsors on the link, on the website. Go check them out, Amazon.com. Go buy your regular stuff like you would any other day, any other time. But... Click on the CPS keep, CSPN, keep our hashtag free, keep this podcast free. Click on that, use our code, save some money, but also we get a little bit of that money and it allows me to go cool places like Public School 404, where I'm at today, talk to my man L. Sharpton as we get into his beer dinner. So, Can I enhance that shout out and just say thank you again for having me and thank you for making this possible, all your sponsors and people who are making this keep it free. We need this. This is what the beer industry needs. Hey man, because it's, it's fun man. We, we have a really good time. We get out, we talk to fun people and speaking of fun people man who are some of the people that are coming out from Three Taverns and from particularly when you do these. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have special guests. That's yeah, the way you know. I get down. You know what I mean? And, and uh, I'm going to have my boy Seth from Creature Comfort. Shout out to Seth Herman. Who is a guru, not only in the beer scene, but with marketing and sales. He's awesome. That's just my guy. Brilliant dude. And uh, he will be there. And then um, I'm going to have my boy Brian Purcell, who is the founder, owner of Three Taverns. A brilliant brewer, but also just a straight-up good guy. And I love shooting him. If you look at my uh, my Instagram, he's got <laughs> he's a, a dope boy, shot. Man. He's got like a GQ <laughs> shot up on there. So his groupie level is crazy, but he's yeah. happily married, man. I'm just and, and by the way, if you ever meet Brian Purcell, man, you can literally hear the bourbon and fried chicken coming off his voice. That is a <laughs> southern-born boy. You hear me? And it's so interesting when you get him, you get urine, his head brewer, who is from Europe and is as European as it gets. Yep. And you get those two guys talking, man. I would imagine what their brew sessions are like. Oh, word. I just see my boy just coming in from representing, you know what I'm saying, hop, hop spot. So I got to give him a shout out. What up, brother Jay? Man, and, Jason uh, out here man. doing these fabulous beer tours. Guys, man. He always shows love. And um, he's got, he might have a better ill sharp pose than me. <laughs> I've seen what he does. So check him out, too. He's on um, Instagram at HopspotATL. Show that out. brother some love, man. Yes, he's definitely a friend of the program. He's been on before. Yeah. He's still ugly, but, you know, hey. we'll, we'll get him back again. <laughs> we'll, we'll get him back on again, man. Yeah. Shout out to him and his lovely wife who definitely no puts up with his BS and allows him to do the things he does. No doubt, no doubt. So from there, man, kicking it back, man, we also have a fun event coming up in the city. Yes, yes. Oh, my gosh. And then this fun upcoming week. weekend? Oh. I mean, because your event is is like really the unofficial kickoff. It's a kickoff. That's, uh, of that's Shelton Brothers. strategically placed, sir. Um, and, yeah, Shelton Brothers going to be stupid. Um, that's a good thing. Um, 
people want to know what I'm saying by that. And then, um, well, I mean, what else is going on? Shelton Brothers really got. Well, I mean, but it's just okay. So it's the Shelton Brothers Festival. Yeah. Shout out to the three brothers, man. I'm and actually I'm gonna be talking to those guys next week. You'll hear me with the brothers. That's crazy. So it's going to be really interesting because they're really hard to catch. Uh, yeah. It took some work to Absolutely. catch up with those gentlemen, but I'm really looking forward to it. But Argosy, they're going to have some crazy events. One of the top beer bars in the city, the Porter, Brick Store. Basically, any place that has beer that's worth a damn is yeah. going to have an event from Tuesday with the start of yours. Start of mine, man. And, and uh, shout out to the heavy hitters who brought it in there, the, the Beer Bombardiers. Uh, the Liberator uh, Distributing, man, and Jason and Lee and, and Juan and other homies who helped bring this festival here. Thank you. Um, but, yeah, i love to be the kickoff, and um, it's going to be an awesome experience. Again, the chef comes out with me. We present it. We talk about why we paired the beer, and uh, there's going to be a lot of photography. My brother Lamont's going to be shooting that, and uh, it's just going to be crazy. So just be ready. Please come through. If you have the honor of getting one of those tickets, you will be crazily pleased. Tell people... How they can find it? How they can find you? The event? Mm-hmm. And by the way, I think it's a sixty bucks, sixty dollar ticket, correct? Yes, and that's all inclusive. That includes gratuity and tax, so right. you don't have to worry about the extra edge there. You good? And you you, you won't you be paid. a cheapskate. Yeah, and it's really called ALBQ, which I love. Uh, nice. So uh, ALE dash B dash Q, and um, it's going to be awesome. This is I, I I don't know what to say. It's going to be so many surprises, but. My beer dinners are different from anyone else's. And I mean, look, and I think I came to your one of your first beer dinners back at Sweetwater. Oh, wow. Back on the second floor. Oh, away. man, that was what kicked it off. That was called Ooh. the Beast Feast. Beast Feast, yes. No, it was about, what, 400 people at that? Yeah, I think it was. Bananas. It was yeah, I, I, that was a whole nother. That was six restaurants. I don't even know if we can. Can we discuss that on, yeah, that, sure, on the radio? Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about that. that was, was that your first? Or that was what? my first event with my creative company, uh, co-founded by Eric Nine, a great artist, and Mike Moore. A great photographer, um, and uh, we want to do something for the art community and the beer community. And I brought the beer, and they had the art, and it was absolutely crazy. I mean, some of the best chefs in the city were there partaking in it. So, um, man, look, that was I, at Sweetwater, man. That was the first thing in the event, like one of the first. And it was like, and it was right when they kind of got that top that floor, event space, that yeah. event space. Yeah. So we're up there, kind of help introduce it, man. Right, right. And it was like, I mean, people from all types of backgrounds yeah. and. Walks of life. There was hoodcats. There was up dressed up people. Yeah, yeah. Just people from just so many different walks of life. Yeah. Drinking beer and eating good food. And I, I definitely there's nothing like it. Honestly, and if I can brag, that that nothing has matched it since in terms of that kind of vibe and me bringing in not only the hip hop essence but rock and right. uh, soul and people were just vibing, man. And it was awesome. Yeah. So, man, from there, what are some other sheltering events besides your own that you're looking forward to, man, that people need to know about? I mean, there's a lot of birthdays this weekend, but you guys will be mad because they already happened by now. But uh, this weekend coming up is going to be nuts. Jekyll, congratulations, has its fourth anniversary coming up. A lot of birthdays this month. Um, my parents' basement is uh, turning two. Nice. Uh, well, when's, when's their thing? They're, um, tomorrow, tomorrow. Tomorrow, Saturday. Yeah, it starts yeah. at 11, and that's going to be dope. Uh, Jekyll, um, again, four years. That's really hard to do in the beer industry. You got to really know your stuff. Um, so, congrats to them. Um, and then um, Brothers That Brew has some things coming up. You got to look out for them. They have a great brewery coming out. And uh, just in general, man, just supporting the whole Atlanta beer scene. We are popping. I knew what was going to happen when I started writing in 1995. 
people. 95. So I'm an OG, and I, I have no problem um, saying that, but it's also an experienced person who knows and seen and witnessed how Atlanta has blown the hell up. Man, and from there, well, real quick, by the way, guys, you can find out a lot about the Atlanta scene, the Southeastern scene, the national scene, uh-huh. hell, the worldwide scene. Okay. Here on Beer is on CSPN. Shout out to Classic and Melanie for allowing me to do this each and every week and producing this fine program. As today, I'm at Public School 404, new spot Dope in the spot, ATL. spot. Come through. Ask for Brandy. That's my girl. And she's going to hook you up. She's going to take care of you, man. Put you up on game. And the cool thing about this spot, it has a good bar, has a good bar but it, for beer, but it also has a nice bar for all the mixed drinks, the spirits, the wine. So, you know, ladies, if your dude ain't in the beer, but you are, you can bring him. Fellas, if your lady ain't in the beer, but you are, you can bring her. Yeah, they got a dope brunch. They got, right. Uh, they got uh, some mimosas popping, Bloody Marys. And uh, in general, this is another great place to go, chill, and have some great beer. Right now, we're sipping, uh, I've got the Tropicaya, actually, and I had some, uh, some um, really, really delicious uh, calamari. Then I've got can, a- can you stop talking? So re- reset and introduce <laughs> you. I mean, because we could go on for a while, man. Yeah. But there, I'm here with Ale Sharp. In this case, if you just tuned in, I didn't know who I was talking to. But nonetheless, as we're rocking and rolling here yeah. at Public School 404 with this fine menu, like I said, we was dining on the calamari. I'm drinking the Stone Rumination 2.0 IPA. Mm-hmm. We're hopheads, man. Yeah, man. It's a good. It's a really good, fun, and easy to drink beer, man. So shout out to Stone for continuing what they do. But more importantly, shout out to this place for having a nice little beer selection tap wise. I'm looking at it. Got two, four, six, eight, ten, fifteen, about eighteen taps over there, and. I'm also looking at the bottle list. It's pretty solid. You do flights. My man Jay Jones over there sipping on the flight. You know, so it's a cool spot. But in Atlanta, 95, what was the scene like, man? I was struggling. Coming from Cornell University, which is in New York, I had a lot more of a plethora of beers to choose from. Coming here is what inspired me to help get the beer scene to where it is. Hey, who was around in 95? Was oh, that gosh. Dogwood? Oh, Dogwood was popping. Atlanta, Atlanta Brewing Company were really the main Atlanta one. Brewing Company, which yeah. later became, was really broke off to become Sweetwater and Red Brick. Right? Or was Atlanta that, Brewing was mostly, no, Red Brick. Red, Red and Brick. Then, and then yeah. now, yeah. And, well, some uh, of those Sweetwater, guys left. And yeah. Sweetwater started coming during the Olympics in 96. Right. Is where they came here, and then it really started getting official. I think it was 97 when they opened up. But anyway. Um, that was Nick Knock and Freddie and that crew, yeah. Yeah, no doubt. But my point was, boys, yeah. it was hard to get beer um, that was brewed here, number one. Number two. Um, 6% was a limit, so I was not having that. And I started networking and meeting people. And then I, my first beer column was called Beer for the Poor, Brew for the Poor. And I was Brew with a magazine poor. called Cypher. Nice. And they were like, why would you, what do you want to do a beer? And Cypher was a hip-hop magazine. I was like, look, let me just do it. Let me write about beer in school, your readers. And then from there, I just started networking and getting into business. And then pushing the whole effort to pass the beer law that finally passed in 2004. And people have respect for me. And what I did, they saw my column. And uh, from there, man, it just got crazy. And I was already established by the time of 2004. And that was it. And then it started to be a big boom. And it got raised to 14%. That means more beer, more flavors, and more fun. More fun. And, guys, we will have a lot more fun. We're going to take a quick pause for the cause mm-hmm. and we're going to come back and we're going to ask a little bit more about what that scene was like in the early days as well as what's coming next yep. in Atlanta also hit back on his big event 
that's going to be in, and I'll come back on the show. We'll also we'll have checked it out, tell more people about it. Yeah. Stick and stay. Okay. We'll be right back. Here it is. Here it is. Hey everyone, this is your man Jeremy from the Crown and Collars Podcast. Just reminding you that you are listening to a CSPN media presentation. And to check out Crown and Collars every Wednesday so we can tell you what your aunt does when you're not around. This is Tim Dog from the Comfort Chronicles. Make sure to join myself, Agent 70, Dirt, and Roddy Cat live every Thursday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, as we discuss the latest breaking comic book news and also review the new comic books each week, along with discussing TV shows, movies, and much more. And make sure to go to our website, theclicknation.com. You can listen to the Comic Book Chronicles every Friday by subscribing to the Cold Slither Podcast Network. Alright boys and girls, welcome back to Beard Is. My name is Tobias Wilborn. Of course, shout out to Classic and Melanie on the CSP Network for allowing me to keep this free absolutely every week and producing this fine program so I can come talk to good people like Ale Sharpton at Public School 404 here in the ATL. Dig it. On Howell Mill. This place is really cool. And it's so cool because Ale is in the middle of bites of salmon on a nice little bed of like this mixed green. And it's like this beautiful popping green. You can see the salad. You can see the vegetables. And they're, you can tell they're fresh. And they, they ain't come out in no bag. You no, know what I'm saying? Not, I'm a salmon fanatic, dude. And I had to ask if it was fresh and the whole nine. And he right. told me everything. It's not no farm caught. None of that. Yeah, he's on it. Nah, they come out the ocean, baby, like they're supposed to. But another place we do things fresh is here on Beard is. So we were talking to Ale before the break about the scene in Atlanta from 95 to about 204 from when the ABV laws changed. So even in 204, that was actually a year after I graduated college, you know. Yeah. So, you know, I, I was into the a little bit into the game. So by then, Red Brick was Red Brick. Yeah. Sweetwater was Sweetwater. Terrapin was Terrapin. There was a big boom. I, I and was, that was about it, right? I mean, I wrote an article about how um, what happened was really describing that day, the eve of that law changing. I documented my uh, enjoyment of it and the passing of it. It was raised glasses the whole nine. I think it was for Beer Connoisseur magazine. Yeah. And I think it was doing an article on Garrett Oliver. But anyway, um, it was at... Garrett Oliver, uh, Oliver at... Um, uh, yeah. No, no, at... Uh, Oh no, Garrett Oliver. Yeah, Brooklyn. Yeah, Brooklyn. Garrett Oliver. Yeah, thanks. Um, so then um, it was this guy, uh, this brother named Dennis. Anyway, another Dennis, <laughs> Dennis Lons. And we did a uh, toast, and it was the first time that you could get beer over uh, well, up to 14%. And it was at uh, the Prado, uh, Five Seasons. Nice. And that's when he was there, Crawford man. and, and that was, crew uh, over yeah, there, yeah. It was crazy, bro. So Nice. Um, yeah, Crawford has the one here in the, uh, the west side, but that mm-hmm. was uh, another one with uh, Kevin McNerney, who was actually the founder 
Oh, Sweetwater. Of Sweetwater. And so. Kevin's got another spot coming, right? Oh, yeah. Kevin is um, also working with family. Uh, it's called um, From the Earth, which is an awesome new brewery that's opening up. And that's going to be in Roswell, so he's going to be consulting yes. with that. and Brewery um, and restaurants, the brew pub, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. From the Earth, look out for that. That's coming up soon. And a lot of other new brew spots that are opening up. But, oh, yeah, there's another one called Loyal Q and Brew, which is in Marietta. That's going to be crazy. Variants coming along. Bob, uh, Campbell. So that's going to be crazy, too. So my point is that the, the beer scene just started really blossoming. Right. And rooted around that time because you can make more beer. Uh, my spot before that used to be Brewhouse Cafe in Little Five Points. I get these big ass steins, man, and fill that up with whatever I could. Foster's was usually my pick. Foster's, oh, yeah. going back. All right, so mine was mine was um, Newcastle Brown Ale. Mm-hmm. That was the first beer I had yeah. that wasn't. You know, a Budweiser or a Corona or a Heineken. Right. Then from there, um, I went into some of the English pubs, pub, pub ales, the Boddingtons, mm-hmm. those of that world. Yeah. But I'll never forget, I just came back home from college. I was home for a little bit, and I was really hitting the Newcastle's heavy. And a friend of mine said, hey, Red Brick has a brown ale. I was like, who's Red Brick? Mm-hmm. Oh, the Atlanta Brewery, yeah. blah, blah, blah. I was like, all right. And theirs is better than Newcastle. I was like, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I went ahead. I was like, oh, it is. Yeah. What was that moment for you when you really got into local, particularly being here in Atlanta? The beer that made me more local. Um, well, initially I was drinking a lot of this IPAs, and I couldn't find a lot here. You know, there was one beer brewery called um, Oregon that's out of business now, and then there was Burt Grant's, and they had a lot of hoppy stuff. And I was trying to scatter around looking for hoppy. But uh, what helped me, though, was something that was 6% on the edge. I'm sure it was probably a little more than that. Right. But uh, Dogwood made this one called the Bach, and I, that got me into Bach ales. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, lagers, actually. And uh, that was awesome. Um, and it was kind of on the sweet side. I was like, oh, this has sweet notes, a little bit of balance. And that was my shit. So, I messed with Shout that out as to well. Them. Yeah, so... It was just a range of stuff. I really wanted the hoppy stuff, man. So I was kind of strapped with Burt Granson. Oh, there's another one that was dope called Pinehurst. They made some dope brews, and they were out of North Carolina, Pinehurst, North Carolina. Mm. But they're out of business too. So it's crazy it's how it goes. Typical thing, you know. They were ahead of their time, is what the whole problem was with that. Mm. And speaking of ahead of its time, we bring all that back. Like you said, 2004, back in that day, it was literally Red Brick, Sweetwater. You had Terrapin and Athens. Yep. Terrapin then, came through. Then all of a sudden, from 04 to about 09, it really kind of started to take off. What was that change from in your eyes? I felt like tearing, seeing that something that I really believed was going to happen actually came into fruition. Um, a lot more breweries started opening up, and Atlanta started really becoming a respected beer scene. But it wasn't really until... Uh, 2010 and on that other mm-hmm. breweries started jumping in like yo breweries but really what helped me was uh, the Brick Store which just celebrated the 20th anniversary shout out to all those guys over there yeah writing article about them I, honestly it's the best article I think I've ever written because it's so heartfelt not that my heart isn't everything I do but with the Brick Store writing for craftbeer.com Shout out to Jess, uh, the editor. Um, it just really made me realize how it came to be. Mm-hmm. So, uh, with that being said, man, um, you know they gave props to the Globe, which was in Athens, and they started respecting the beer scene too at a at a way back in the day. Nice. But the brick stores where I could go and experiment, and try different beers, mm-hmm. and and go from there. So, 
And then the Porter came in. And then all these other breweries, Argosy now comes in. So all these other brew-centric kind of spots yeah. started really developing, man. And now Atlanta is the hotbed for beer. It is so crazy to see how this city has developed in beer where you could be you could be up in Kennesaw, which is way up north, and there's three breweries up there. Well, two I like. One, they need to work. But anyway, I'm not going to go there. But... <laughs> There's also a cool beer bar that next where you can go and get these great wings and however many taps they have. Shout out to those guys. If you're in different parts of Cobb, there's so many bottle shops and beer places that you can go. Where are some of the bottle shops that you still hit? I mean, you're an internationally respected man, so I know it's a little different for you. It's crazy now. Another thing that we see growth in is actually big-ass supermarkets having a beer section. Yeah. Uh, you know, the Kroger's and your Publix actually respected by this point. But I still keep it real and go to the boutique shops. Um, my favorite one is Hop City. Shout out to Craig Torres and his um, lovely wife. Yeah. Maybe, uh, yeah, maybe an eighth of a mile from here is, is Hop City, the first one. And I actually help him shelve and get his order straight for the first Hop City. He was a man with a dream. And now he has what four? I think. Yeah. All the way through. He's got one in that. He got one in um, Birmingham. Birmingham. Yeah. He's killing it, Craig, Craig Torres. Um, but I helped him with that, and being a part of that experience, really, I'll never forget. But then um, I go there. I go to Green still. I keep it real on Ponce because it's around my hood. Um, there's just so many great beer stores. A- yeah. Um, Ale, yeah. There's, um, there's. Uh, I, I, for a minute, I thought you were a partner. I was like, did you get in on that Ale? <laughs> <laughs> Man, I would have loved to. Um, no, nah, but they do some cool stuff with the growlers and that whole thing. Yeah, there's yeah, so many no, cool, no, no doubt. so many cool places to go. Rayberry, if you're going to be out in the cut, you know, there's just so many spots and. Place is dedicated to selling good beer, so hats off to them, man. I know I'm missing a few, forgive me, but just right now, this is really what's popping. And so we now we talked about we walked people through from when Tower. you got started. Mm-hmm. Shout out the Tower, yeah. Tower of Power, baby. Yeah. They still rocking and rolling. Always has some cool beer. Go in that back cooler. There's always <laughs> crazy stuff in that back cooler. So good on them. Same with Greens. You know, and it depends on what. And what I like about those kind of stores in particular is they have the stuff if you're just getting started. You know, they have your Sweetwater 420 or your Trops or you know your Red Hair Lone Day Log or whatever to kind of get you started. Yeah. But then you can go back and dig in the crates a little bit in those places too. Yeah, and I can say something. We're talking about the growth of Atlanta. What's really going to happen in the state of Georgia entirely is that you can buy beer from breweries, and that yeah. happens September 1st. Well, I was so, going to lead into that, Al. Oh, I was going to. I was going to walk I through. I should have known. I was but trying to. I'm not buying beer. I'm so excited. Yeah, so, lead into it. I didn't say anything. Go it's ahead. okay. No, no, we're good. We're good. <laughs> it's why I love it. By the way, guys, you listen to Beer It Is on the CSB Network. My name is Bryce Wilborn, and we're here at Public School 404. Talk to my man, Al Sharpton. Find him at alsharpton.com, right? Also at Real Al Sharpton on Instagram. Al Sharpton on Twitter. Boom. And I ain't gonna My man him, knows his stuff. I ain't gonna give him, I ain't gonna get his real name out there. You can find him on the Facebook. But nonetheless, check him out in those spots. He's when I say all over the beer scene, this brother is everywhere. So follow him, learn, peep game. Because quite honestly, he's one of the guys who I go to in the game. All so day, you know how we do. You know how I go. But anyway, from there, so we talked about you getting into beer writing. Back in the early two, the early nineties, mm-hmm. in the nineties, yep. you know there wasn't YouTube, there wasn't podcast, even there wasn't you know blogs and all these things, right? So then you come through that era, then you get into the early two thousands, 
you know, there's still not a lot of beer talk on the internet. It's still kind of, you know, hell, I remember back talking to people when they were homebrewers and they had to go to bread shops uh, to get wow. their materials. Yeast and all that. Right, wow. because, and they called them, you know, bread shops or baking shops yeah. to get the materials because... They call beer liquid bread, right? Exactly. But, but yeah, the whole thing was like beer was frowned upon them. But now, people are openly talking about trading beer and things of nature. And that brings us back to where we are today. On September 1st, which is coming up, by the way, we're going to do a really big blowout that week. We're going to talk to about 20 brewers coming into that week because every brewer is going to do something different for something special. L, tell us what that is and why. Um, we're one of the last states to our breweries to sell directly. Uh, we had to do special things and crafty things or finding loopholes in order to buy directly. And now, um, I'm not sure, I think it's a case, up to a case you can get. Uh, you know, you love the beer, you're tasting it, but then you have to go down the street to the store to get it. And other breweries around the country don't do that. leave you that option to have to do that. Or you have to go through these very small windows of hours called tours. Yeah. And these beer tours where they charge you for a tour and give you tasting. souvenir tasting. A souvenir, a glass, and a tasting of beer. Yeah. But now... I can go to Redbridge, Sweetwater, okay. Red Bear, wherever I want to in this city that brews and makes beer and buy a pint on September 1st. I'm shedding a tear just even talking about it right now. Man. But it's really going to be a special time for the brewers who work so hard. And they want to have the satisfaction of not only making more money, but seeing the people who love their beer patronize them directly yeah. in their face. And it's a special thing, so... Shout outs to finally the progression of, of Georgia in that in that um, in that realm. Big up to Nancy Palmer of uh, the Guild. Yes, Nancy. Shout out Thank to you. her. And just shout out to all those brewers who and have senators been senators and everybody else who looked out yeah, for Yeah, everybody, man, because it, it has been a process. So are there any cool events coming up that week? I know there's a couple I'm going to. Anything that you're gonna hit that week of that week, that Friday, because it's on a Friday. Wow. So a lot of brewers are gonna the be first? the Set. first. Wow. I honestly haven't had a chance to, to think that far ahead. I will just be getting back in town from Seattle, and I'm going to be not here the first day. But I will be here late, so I'm going to some brewery and kicking it. Yeah. I get in on the first, actually. It's a few breweries that have already put out. I think um, Three Taverns has already put out what their, what their plan is. Wild Heaven Indicator, they've already put out their plan. Um, Red Brick has put out its plan a little bit as to what they're going to do on that first day when it all changes. Right, right. No, it's going to be nuts, man. I, mean, I, I can't wait. I, I, I'm just so, to like, anytime, I mean, you guys will follow me on Instagram, and you guys follow me all over, and you'll see, when I, like, when I was in Arizona, when I was in New York, when I was in all these different places, and I can get a flight, you'll now be able to go to a Georgia brewery and get a flight of beer and be able to sit. And if you want to have a pint or something, you can or if you just want to go in after work and have one pint, you can do that. Yep. Yep. That how does that change the game? It makes people very happy because they can bring it home, or if they want to, uh, you know, what I mean, if they love the beer that day, they want to bring it home responsibly and have it with some friends and invite them over to taste it, and it's super fresh because it's direct from the brewery. You can't get more fresh than that. Um, this is so many advantageous uh, qualities to what's going to happen uh, for the state of Georgia. So, again, I'm just very happy for it. And um, I got a lot more work to do, though, because I'll be having to announce beer releases uh, periodically as they happen because you can go directly to the brewery and get them. Right. You don't have to wait until 
their hours on a Wednesday or yeah. Thursday. Yeah. A lot of these breweries are going to be open six, seven days a week now. Yeah, yeah. and you know, the stores, a lot of people are like, oh man, the stores are not going to make as much money. But I don't think that's true because it's promoting the beer. Right. They're not always going to go to brewery to get the beer, but they're going to be like, you know what, that brew I had at that brewery was so awesome. I hope it has it at the store. Right. And boom, boom, boom. So it's more of a promotional tool than anything. And so. I think it wins because it's so weird sometimes. Like right now, we're recording on a Friday afternoon. We still have to wait a couple more hours for the breweries to open. Yep. I mean, technically, we could get in there, but for the audience, you'd have to wait until 6, 7 o'clock, whatever, 5, whenever these breweries open, instead of being able to say, you know what, hey, I'm off early on a Friday. Let's go over to Scuffle. I just want to have a pint over there real Dig quick. Dig it. No, right on, man. So, you know, come through to Georgia now. I know this podcast you can hear anywhere around the world, which is great. Thank you again for the people behind it. And um, and explore Georgia because it is what it is. It's it's fantastic, and I'm I'm happy to live here and see the growth and witness it and be a part of it myself. So. And by the way, one last thing before we get you out of here. Uh, I had Nancy on a couple weeks ago, and she's great, by the way. But um, there are 80 breweries in dreaming, as she says, coming in to the state of Georgia. What do you think about that? I mean, I know all 80 won't make it, obviously, but let's say a third of them do. What do you think about just that possibility? A lot of people ask me about a bubble burst. Uh, if it happens, the, the best beers will still prevail. Mm-hmm. Um, but much luck to everyone who has this, the gumption and, and the, the enthusiasm to actually open a brewery because it's so hard work. But also, um, the new brew pubs is a big thing now. Like, Good Word is another one I didn't mention uh, that I covered. They're directly associated with Brick Store. Then there's, uh, again, From the Earth that's opening up. And there's so many great George spots. Top, yeah, Slice George Top is my joint. Yeah. It's right on the corner for Hop me. Hopsticks. So. I mean, there's you get so to many. Eat. Oh, hopsticks. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, the food is you. amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's one of my favorite concepts. Shout out right to Andy now. Tan, mm-hmm. man. They're having the Asian food. Yep, yep. Rocking AT, with. Yeah. So... And I cover these guys uh, and, and women on my uh, Instagram especially. So check out Real Ale Sharpton again and, and look for dope pictures. But it's hard, people, to run this and come in here with this business. It's not all fun and games. Right. And the hard work that brewers have, I have so much respect for. So please support them. Support local. And Drink uh, local. really look out for Georgia especially. Guys, once again, support your local brewer. Hashtag drink local hashtag, but most importantly, keep rocking with us here on Beer It Is each and every week. Thank you guys for listening. Hale, thank you for coming on. My Look pleasure. forward to thank doing this again, you. man. Thank uh, you, man. My pleasure. Keep doing your thing, brother. Yes, sir. And guys, you listen to Beer It Is, and we're out. Yeah.